Honey, hush. I'm Michelle Tian, and I am so ready to dive in to a pretty serious situation with you all. We're going to be talking about fears, anxiety, self-doubt, all the stuff. I know, I know. And I'm not going to keep you here for 45 minutes. I think it's about 10. But it's 10 minutes worth listening to and worth coming down to reality. We all deal with some of this at some point in time. Let's figure it out and let's learn to live better. You ready? All right, let's do it. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up and coming and established leaders alike. Every week we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now here are your hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and anxiety. Could there be a scarier situation? I mean, I'm sure there is. But that's also a pretty scary situation for me. According to Time Magazine, 70% of the population experiences imposter syndrome at some point. I didn't even realize that was a real thing, but it is. It's defined as a psychological phenomenon in which people are unable to internalize their accomplishments, their own accomplishments, which is also a key reason many lack self-confidence. For me, it's sort of a cycle. First, the imposter syndrome. Really? You want me to teach you how to do that? Or that time I was in Mississippi Magazine? Three times, actually. It almost felt like someone else accomplished all the amazing things they were writing about. Because me, that girl who dropped off her kids late for school this morning, hair's still wet, where's my coffee? That coffee surely is cold by now. She would never be worthy of a write-up in such magazine. Then follows the self-doubt. Am I really worthy? Can I keep up with that pace? Do I fit with that crowd that's suddenly inviting me into their world? They never noticed me before. I can't breathe. My chest is pounding. I'm certain my heart rate is 180 beats per minute. Here comes the sweat. Fine. I'm just going back to the car. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm not even going now. I should mention I'm at my kid's baseball game. I can't even get out of the car because I may have to have conversations about all the things that I'm not even sure I live up to. Yes, I read the article. My mother was sure to pick up 25 gazillion copies. Can we please ignore it even happened? Okay, thanks. Friends, I have been in such an exhausting cycle at different phases of my life, each equally wearing me down one anxiety battle at a time. When our kids were little, people would see me with the triplets and Drew at the grocery store or maybe the park and they would say things like, whoa, I can't believe you're able to get out with all of them. Wow, those are all yours? And you're here, 
at the park. I'd lose my mind. Girl, me too. I am losing my mind. That's actually why it was worth the two hours it took me to get everyone ready and out the door because this park will wear them down. And that, my friend, is worth any of this chaos it may be causing me. That's the reality of what this park trip is about. A really good nap this afternoon. This isn't me being an awesome, got all together mom. It's the nap. All of this is worth that two glorious hours of a nap. But you know, thinking about that season of life, why did I not own the fact that I got three four-year-olds and a two-year-old dressed, shoes on, in a vehicle, out the door, to the park? Y'all, that deserved confetti and balloons. Am I right? I mean, I know I'm right. It did. Totally deserved confetti. Why can't we relish in our own victories? Why so much self-doubt? This has really had me digging for tips to deal, like, maybe with just life. Maybe it's not all about the compliment, accomplishments. I can't even say accomplishments. Accomplishments? Accomplishments. Y'all try that. But I don't think it is. It's not about the, do I fit in? Am I worthy? Am I good enough? Maybe it's learning to cope with success, achievement, and calming down enough to soak it all in. To really live in the moment of all that awesomeness we look back on with joy, but in the moment, whatever was happening, we are basically running from it. How do we enjoy life as it happens? Here's what I'm learning about dealing with imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and anxiety. Grab that pen and paper, y'all. One, separate feelings from actual facts. They are different, I promise you. When I look back on things, my feelings versus the fact, they're often very different. Two, maybe that awkward feeling or look that you're getting in the workplace is because you're a minority or maybe a first in whatever situation or workplace you're in. What's really happening here is people are reacting to an outsider that belongs and it's really messing with their head. Go ahead, lead the way for the rest of us. Go on, stand a little taller, be sure and smile. Three, talk to someone, anybody, or keep a journal. Whatever works for you. But what I do know is keeping things to yourself tends to become exaggerated and not in line with reality, which only grows into a huge wall that's now an obstacle you must face at some point down the road. Heck freaking no. Let's chat about this right now, okay? Stop the comparison. Like, stop it right now. Why do we set ourselves up for such failure? Think about the work that's gone into the prettiest, most balanced photo you've ever taken. That one with the amazing lighting. You know, did you stand on a stool? I have. You know you nearly broke your neck getting that shot. And how much did you edit it? 
Well, I assure you that person's account that's about to make you back off social media for the next week or so also does the same thing. Their world isn't that pretty. That's why they have filters. Even the free ones are fabulous. We're the ones creating the comparison epidemic, and I sure hope my kids aren't hearing me compare myself to someone else. That isn't a cycle to be repeated. I love this little piece I read from the Positivity blog. Remind yourself that people don't really care that much about what you do or not do. They have their hands full thinking about themselves, their kids and pets, their spouse, jobs and upcoming sports matches, worrying about what people may think of them. I literally laughed out loud reading that. It's so true. People are so caught up in themselves they don't have time to really think about all the things I've been so worried they were placing judgment on with me. That's a huge relief. And last, anxiety. It is so real. If I'm not moving 90 miles per hour, I may slow down enough to feel the real effects of anxiety. I hate the feeling of not being able to breathe. That feeling of my insides racing so fast, I wish my body would catch up. The best, most recent thing I've done is focus on my breathing and actually focus on controlling my breathing. I breathe in for four seconds and I breathe out for four seconds. It sounds so simple, but it's working. Go for a walk. Don't live in that anxious space. Those around you are not able to enjoy life with you while you're held up in a car at the ball game and your kid is the starting pitcher. Just breathe. Thank y'all for being here today. I hope that you're able to take something away from this and maybe implement it in your life, move forward. There's so much more that I have to learn and so much more I hope to actually grow into a better space. But I hope that you'll share your journey with me and let me know what this looks like for you. Elizabeth is up next week and I cannot wait for y'all to tune in. I'll see you then. Mm -hmm.